Pittsburgh, a city known for its brooding gothic horror. Between these three rivers flow rivers of blood, where they'll put french fries on your sandwich at Pramani Brothers or blood in your vodka at Elysium. This is the Stream of Blood podcast, and you're listening to Vampires of Pittsburgh, our ongoing Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle. I'm Jared Logan, the storyteller, and I'm joined by Thomas Middleditch as Miles Vanderbuck, Ross Bryant as Curtis Krieger, and Ashley Birch as Jen Brown. You can watch our game streamed every week at twitch.tv forward slash stream of blood. Drink deeply, my friends, and enjoy. Welcome to Stream of Blood. I am your host, Jared Logan. I'm going to do our quick recap. In the first two chapters of Vampires of Pittsburgh, our three uh, vampires, Miles Vanderbuck, Curtis Krieger, and Jen Brown, were were, um, embraced by anarchs who were secretly trying to build a movement of new vampires to combat the, uh, the entrenched traditional vampires in the city who are part of a sect called the Camarilla. Well, the Camarilla put a stop to that. They killed the Anarchs. They captured these three. They brought them into the Camarilla's headquarters at the U.S. Steel Building. And these guys were given a crash course in what it means to be a vampire, taught uh, the secrets of kindred society. That's what the vampires call themselves. And then they were faced with, uh, to, to cut to the chase, they were faced with the choice. Would they join the Camarilla? Or would they become Anarchs? And this was all decided uh, in a moment, in a flash, when Curtis Krieger decided to push an Anarch vampire who offered them a final chance to join the movement out of a 63rd story window. Uh, That vampire that he uh, vamp murdered had uh, previously, they think, murdered the prince of the city in the same fashion. And in chapter two, our players were accused of this crime. Again, cutting to the chase, they managed to clear their names in a really cool vampire trial where everybody wore creepy animal masks. Uh, but the uh, Ventru Archon, who had come to the city to try them, has found them not guilty because they came up with a great dis- defense strategy. They, The three vampires here implicated uh, Nixon and Bex, the, uh, the two jailers who had kind of been... Uh, on guard over our vampire uh, PCs the whole time uh, because they had disappeared mysteriously during the whole fracas with the the murdering of the prince and their whereabouts are still a bit of a mystery, but it did get our vampire players out of trouble by kind of implicating them. And now we begin literally minutes after the final moment of the game when the players found out that the new prince of the city was Miles's adopted vampire master, vampire sire. She has adopted him officially uh, into the Camarilla. Uh, her name is Adelaide Ross, and she has become prince of the city. So moments later, we find our players in a, uh, a conference room. We know there are many up here in the U.S. Steel Building. They spent uh, a couple days in one, and... Uh, Rip some people apart in in a, in a conference room in in the last chapter. Now 
that that's all over. You're in a different conference room, the, the, the big one, the auditorium one that they use for their big meetings. And uh, maybe you guys want to talk about what's happened or, you know, kind of tell us where your characters are at right now psychologically. What are you thinking? Let's start with uh, Jen. What, what, where's Jen at right now? So presumably, because we all were sort of adopted that's by different right. vampires, right? That's right. Yes. Jen Brown was adopted by a, um, a Miss Sonia, the strange, like secretive Nosferatu vampire. Um, that Nosferatu means she's from a clan that looks dead and, and disgusting and hideous. Right. And so they're still, uh, we're all in the same space still, right? So I think I'm sort of thinking we're not going to be able to go free. Like all I want is to desperately get out of here as, as quickly as possible. Yeah. But I'm guessing that we can't just walk out the doors just because our names are cleared. We're still beholden to our masters. Well, that's uh, really, uh, uh, you've thought it out well. And I will say this, uh, the, does Jen say anything in this about this to the other guys? Does she talk about getting free or escaping or does she yeah. keep it to herself? Uh, I think, I think she, is sort of musing out loud about it a little bit um, and sort of trying to see if they're on the same page or if they've miles seems to have really bought into the whole vampire. <laughs> he seems to be digging it. So she's a little, a little nervous, maybe more toward Curtis than, than miles, but sort of trying to gauge whether or not they're planning on what, what they're, where their heads are at. Well, um, I'll say this, this is what, I think this is what happens. I think that you're kind of discussing with them and you're, you're saying like, do you think that they'll let us go free and at that moment, uh, a big door opens and the, Ven uh, the the Ventru Archon, who is still in his weird Ibis mask, he pulls it off and he goes, we're letting you go free. <laughs> um, he's got the prince behind him, who is now Adelaide Ross and several of the other, um, you know, uh, higher ranking primogen in the city behind him. And he goes, but there is a catch. And he walks into the room and he sets his mask down on the big black very expensive table that's located in here. You know, it looks like it would, you couldn't move it. It was put in when the building was built. <laughs> the catch is you are being sent back into the city with the express mission of finding out who these anarchs are, who is leading them. And then you will tell us and help us plan a raid that will destroy all of them. You will check in with the prince once a week. These are the terms of your release. Do you agree? Yes. She turns to Miles. He turns to Miles. I guess we got no choice. Um, if I say no, what are you going to do? You will be destroyed. Yeah. Of course he will. Look, in situations like this, I usually find it's best to just say, sir, yes, sir. <laughs> um, he goes, very well. My work is done here. I leave you in the capable hands of your adopted sires. Oh, one last thing. He turns back before he goes out the door. He goes, we're keeping Nixon for questioning. He'll remain paralyzed as long as the stake stays inside of his heart. Well, hang on now. Just wait a minute. We're supposed to go find these 
anarchists in the city of Pittsburgh in a whole underground world of goddamn vampires. Where the hell are we supposed to start looking? Son of a bitch! (laughs) You're an impetuous one, aren't you? He says, I was just about to tell you where to start looking. It just looked like you were leaving, that's all. (laughs) That's why I turned back dramatically. Mm. All right. He says, Nixon's partner, Bex, disappeared during the trial. She might be a good place to start. And he walks out. And then Adelaide Ross walks in and she's like, well, he's fun, isn't he? Miles immediately cools. Something about this lady he just doesn't like. Yeah. <laughs> Even though she's his boss. <laughs> yeah, sort of. I mean, now it looks like, uh, like you say, you have no choice. She and the other primogen walk in. So uh, Churchwell Jackson is there. That's uh, your adopted sire, uh, Curtis. Uh, he's uh, the sheriff of the city um, and a gangrel. Uh, and uh, my, we haven't really talked about the clans very much, but here's an opportunity. So. Uh, basically they tell you that you're being released into the city and that you will need a place to live and hunt. So you have to now decide where they are going to place you within the city. And they offer up three hunting grounds that are available to you that you can choose between. There are three neighborhoods here in Pittsburgh that are currently untenanted, tenanted, and uh, a coterie of vampires like yourselves could make a haven there. The first neighborhood that Adelaide offers up is a neighborhood called Larimer. Yes, Larimer. It's there in red. Um, Larimer is one of the poorest neighborhoods in Pittsburgh. There are tons of empty, boarded-up houses. Um, there's a likely haven there, a big, boarded-up abandoned Catholic church called Our Lady Help of Christians. Um, There have been anarch nests here found repeatedly over the last 10 years. Um, So it's a good place to start a hunt for anarchs. Uh, It borders on Shadyside, a hip and trendy redeveloped neighborhood with tons of bars and nightlife. But she goes, but don't feed there. That's not yours. Um. Then uh, they uh, start talking about uh, your second choice. There is a very small uh, domain in the city called Mexican War Streets. This is actually the name of this small neighborhood, Mexican War Streets. (laughs) It's a neighborhood in decline that has become popular with artists. They take advantage of the low rents and then cover the streets with graffiti and weird art projects. It's a nicer place to live than Larimer. Uh, but you're not alive. Um, there's probably less prey and more eyes on you here. So less people, but more people kind of walking around uh, and looking around. Um, and this is formerly Nixon's hunting grounds, but he won't be using it anymore. Um, there have been signs and rumors that a high-level anarch ha- also has a haven here, and Nixon was supposedly trying to sniff him out. You could take over uh, Nixon's old haven. Uh, By the way, uh, just to be clear, a haven is a vampire's headquarters where they feel safe sleeping at night, that they won't be disturbed. Um, You can take over Nixon's old haven. There's an old mattress factory here that uh, was abandoned decades ago. 
And finally, one last place that might be a good place to start looking uh, and, and where they could place you in the city, it's Southside. Southside is a really large neighborhood, actually, and it's full of bars, lots of dive bars, lots of foot traffic, active nightlife. Um, now, that sounds great, but the rub is that you'll have to share it with two other coteries that they've placed here. They theorize that the Anarchs poach here regularly, and there have been lots of claims of hauntings and paranormal activity in the area. So we're placing the three coteries here because uh, the herd here can sustain all of you. And when Anarchs are spotted, you, uh, you guys could join forces and most likely overwhelm and detain them. But there are no likely havens here. You'll have to rent an apartment or something. So those are the three choices they put in front of you. Um, and you guys are natives to the city, so you might have opinions or you might have questions. Let me know. Can we not just go home? Um, your adopted sire, Miss Sonia, steps forward and goes, I'm afraid that's out of the question, my dear. In fact, the Why? second... Well, uh, your lives are over. Um, any attempt to live a normal life after the gift that you have been given will likely end in a horrible tragedy. I'm a prominent figure. If I just go missing. Yes, well, that's the second item on our uh, list of business for today. Um, we are going to fake your deaths um, over the next two weeks. Um, we can uh, place bodies in the appropriate places that look like you, falsify forensics reports, and um, you know, put obituaries in the paper. We can stagger them out so you don't all die at once. And then Adelaide Ross is like, and all of this is very expensive. So you can see we're really investing in you. Huh. Doesn't seem like there's a quick, clean way out, does it? If Denton sits Adelaide, down and like looks at the floor, Adelaide, oh, go ahead. And I also don't know that it has to be so expensive for me. I don't know how many people would miss me showing up. Well, it doesn't hurt to be careful, does it? Look, the masquerade demands that you all die, at least you're mortal cells die it's the only way that we can prevent the chance that people would sniff out that you all are kindred and then hunters would come calling now if people feel strongly against this like very strongly against this they can make an argument i think miles would point to or i guess there's not a map i we had a map <laughs> there's a map there's a map okay. Yeah, Miles there's a map go, on the table now. I don't know what the this neighborhood that Miles is going to reference is because I don't. I'm not that familiar with Pittsburgh. But Miles, Miles oh, I was, well, I was hoping every. I really asked you guys before you played. You have to be intimately familiar with Pittsburgh. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I did that. Yeah. Uh, okay. The other guys did the research. Go ahead, Thomas. Okay, sorry. I'll look up the Lonely Planet right now. Uh, anyway, <clears> he goes well. Why do we have to choose all these, like some of these neighborhoods with the folks that are hard up? Why don't we go 
there. And he points to a very affluent neighborhood. If anyone needs to get their blood drained, it's these folks. Yeah. Um, she says, well, that will not work. Um, and uh, the reason is that because that is already the domain of other kindred. It is against the traditions to enter another kindred's domain without express permission. These are the rules that allow our society to function. Do you understand? God damn it. Look, I don't have to stay at the apartment, but can I just go back at least just one more time before you fake my death? Um, Miss Sonia kind of like looks at you like she's upset with you, but she's very subtle about her. Her eyes just get very, you know, she looks kind of like an old fortune teller and she's just like, mm. but Adelaide Ross goes, fine, why not? I'm going to start a new reputation. I'm the prince that's a little more loosey-goosey. <laughs> <laughs> she's a boss, but she's a fun boss. Yeah. She's a girl boss, bitch. Mm-hmm. She's like, if you, if, if you mess up going home one last time, then you'll need to be destroyed anyway. It's better to find out now right away than keep you on for weeks and be horribly surprised. So yes, if anyone needs one last visit home, I suppose it can be allowed. I, um, I walk up to Churchill Jackson, who's whose gruff and militaristic demeanor strikes a chord in me somewhere. Um, so I know that your, uh, your uh, former deputy is upstairs at a wooden stake through his chest. But if you were in my shoes, would you go to his old stomping grounds? I brought you on board. And supported your bid to join our society. Because I believe that Nixon was hiding something from me. You're goddamn right I would go to his old neighborhood. I would find out if he was playing both sides against each other. Or what was going on with him. Why isn't he telling us the entire truth about what happened a week ago. When you all came here. We need to find out. He says, let me give you a little advice. Don't go back to your old life. It doesn't end well. It ends with people you love on the floor bleeding out. When you're ready to get to work, he hands you a card with like a single phone number on it, no name or anything. He's like, call this number. Don't worry. I left my old life a long time ago. And I turn around and walk back to, to these two, put the card in my coat and say, I vote for Mexican War Street. Sure, they're all the same to me. I, I, Miles thinks that uh, Curtis is a real tactical dude. So he goes like, yeah, yeah, uh, that sounds good. Sure. We don't have to eat the poor. We get to get a head start on figuring out whatever the fuck was going on. And we get the added benefit of Chomping down on some gentrifiers while we're at it. <laughs> <Hell yeah. laughs> gentrifiers do taste good. It's tangy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There's hints of chocolate in the... And chipotle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 
intelligence. Vegan donuts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then, your luxurious mattress factory is waiting for you when you're done going back and visiting mom and dad. Can I ask something? All right. So we we don't do this. We die. But we do do this. What do we get in return? Is it just not dying? (sighs) You have been given the gift of immortality. You will develop powers and abilities that will allow you to control the mortal herd. You can make any dream that you have come true by empowering yourself with the blood that has been gifted to you. The only thing that you can't do is go have a burger with your friend Jimmy. <laughs> At you the burger place. And Miles starts to like, he's like nodding. Starting to like get it. <laughs> and he nudges, he nudges uh, Jen Brown and goes, it's just like Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> um, Adelaide Jen Ross. Gives says, a heavy sigh. Adelaide Ross <laughs> said, Miles, I would like you to stay here with me and Elysium for one more night if you're open to it. Are they gonna fuck? Remember, you have to do what I say. I am the prince now. Um, are they gonna fuck? Um, she's, <laughs> do you say that? No. Okay. <laughs> no. Who's staying one more night? She's asking if you will. Me? Before you head out into the city. She's like, I have so much to teach you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> she says that and then she laughs like with kind of a crazy eye. She's like, I have so much to teach you. <laughs> <laughs> Miles doesn't understand her. I think there's like a cultural gap, but mm-hmm. he's sort of thinking like, I think that speech like got him on board. So he's like, all right. Yeah, I got you. Okay, great. And I go to, I, I guess I go to Ashley and I'm like, if you want to go to your old place, if you don't think being seen with someone like me would draw too much attention to you, I'll no, go. It, yeah, it'd be nice to have you there. I just, I just don't want to be by myself right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great. <laughs> uh, fantastic. So, um, let's let's do that let's have let's have uh jen brown go back to her old place i mean can i I, before we leave yeah snatch some vials of blood from that frigidaire that i got into last time yeah um i think that you can um and i'm not gonna make you roll to do this you can just kind of go i mean they've been kind of letting you draw from their store that's the advantage of coming to elysium so um uh, you do notice that it is labeled uh, with different uh, uh, symbols, uh, um, and some of the blood is labeled uh, choleric. Some is labeled sanguine. And um, do you have any academics? Do I? Do I? Where are they? I have one bit. You have one bit. Roll your intelligence mm-hmm. academics. Intelligence with academics. 
How hungry am I? You right now, I, I'm going to say that, you know, there's, they gave you some blood. So you're at one. Okay. So that would be four, one hunger. Is there a difficulty level you would like me to have? Maybe to just get one success. One will, is enough here. Success. Very good. Um, you recognize, and perhaps you as a player did too, that the blood is labeled according to the old Renaissance idea of humors. Uh, humors mm. are uh, the chemicals in the body that uh, determine many things. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, a person's mood or their, um, their mindset, uh, maybe even their destiny in some cases. Um, uh, this seems particularly interesting to you, Jen Brown, because in the last chapter, you were mixing different bloods and getting different effects each time. Mm -hmm. um, so um, I put that to you, and I tell you that in this uh, particular cooler, you can find um, choleric, sanguine, and phlegmatic blood. Okay. Um. Great. Can I take can I take a vial of each? You may. Okay, uh, great. I should also note that they're not quite vials so much as like full glass bottles, like the size oh, of a beer bottle. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. I'm gonna take I'm gonna um do I have a bag on me or does one of the poor poor humans that we eviscerated have a bag on them? I think they give you back some of the things that you had before. Um, okay. I, I believe Jen could have like a messenger bag or something like that, right? Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll put it in there. Um, but what they don't give you guys back are any sort of smartphone, cell phone, tablet, anything like they do not give that back. Okay. Uh, in fact, let's say right now they're giving everybody their, their things back that had been uh, previously confiscated. So if anybody has any questions about any of that, their equipment, they can ask me now. Do I have equipment? Probably not. I didn't write any on your sheet. I think that you can assume that your character would own things that it would make sense for your character to own. Um, but this is an opportunity for someone to go, I think my character would definitely have a, a sawed-off shotgun. Right. <laughs> I think my character might have like a like a army style, not like a Rambo knife, but like a his army knife, like a camping an army knife. Yeah. Okay. A K bar knife is what a they K bar. Are. Yeah. Yes. And so it's noticeably, it's noticeably burned as if somebody had been like holding a lighter under it at some point. Oh. Uh, that's so sad. Um, yeah. So you see, and it, it is returned to you. So you see Curtis look at his K bar knife. And then when you all kind of see the, the wear on it, maybe he, he puts it away again. Um, and the next thing you know, after a week uh, in the uh, claustrophobic confines of this building, you suddenly have the night air hitting your face. Well, that is except for Miles. <laughs> We're going to come back to Miles in a minute. Miles, you've decided to stay uh, with Adelaide Ross, the prince of the city. Meanwhile, uh, our two other uh, vampires are heading out into the city. And what's our first order of business here? For for Jen and Curtis? Yeah. We're going to okay. Jen's old apartment. Is that true? Yes. But on the way, I have a theory that I want to test, which is I want to try to find an animal. And I want to see what happens 
if anything, if I drink the blood of an animal. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, well, that's, that's, that's fine. So <laughs> your old apartment. I think your old apartment is in Shady Side. Um, you can still drive. You can still take public transport. You own a cat, right? I thought Jeff Brown. <laughs> oh, no. That's perfect. That's perfect. No, no, no. I mean, like, don't, don't. Uh, is that true? Did you mention that? Uh, I didn't I mention, but it does track that she would have a cat. It's <laughs> <laughs> on um, brand. Well, uh, makes- it seems too convenient to say she has mice or something, right? She would have mice. <laughs> uh, that makes me set the scene of Jen's uh, key goes into the lock of her apartment. No! And on the other side of the door, she hears, Oh, I have something I can do. I'm going to get my cat. Behind it. And I'm going yeah. to send it into the hallway to find a rat. Because she does this. I'm in a nice apartment, but but rodents still get in, so I wanted to find me a rat. You're in a so nice apartment, but there are rodents? There's like a night, but like, I let her out. I'm on the first floor. I let her out into the night. Ah, oh, man, you oh. got to eat your cat, dude. Um, <laughs> you you got to drain that cat. Drain that cat. Drain that cat. Think pink. Hashtag think pink. Hashtag drain that cat. Here's what happened. <laughs> Um, you, you know, Jen, you, you kind of, you kind of go breezing into your apartment and you immediately grab the cat and open a window and you're like, go, (laughs) get a rat. Uh, but I gotta tell you the cat, it, it lands like right outside the windowsill and it kind of comes back. It's, you know, I mean, generally you feed it food, you feed it milk. You've been gone a week. It's been surviving somehow, but it's like, meow, meow. It's like it's it's hungry and it's desperate and it's looking up into your eyes. And um, I want to know what your character wants to do here. Does she really want to get rid of it or does she want to what does she want to do? And Curtis, you're here, too. Right. So I don't have to keep this from Curtis. I don't want to I don't want to hurt the cat. I you don't want to hurt Ada. Your cat's name is Ada. I don't want to hurt Ada Lovelace. Yes. My beautiful cat. Uh, I I. I want to see if we can survive on animals because they're making it seem like we can't. And if we can, then that means that these pieces of shit are just killing humans because it tastes better. So I want to find out if we can sustain ourselves on animals. And if we can, then I have a follow-up. <laughs> However, you got to justify it in killing your own cat. <laughs> no, I don't want it to be Ada. Is there a way? Your hunger is only at one, so you do have the ability to, you know, withstand. You're not, you're not like so tempted to eat your cat right now. But okay. um, what, what it, so the, the the cat doesn't seem to be going down to like bring a rat back for you. Do you tell this to me? Yeah. Um. Okay. I mean, I reach down to pet the cat. And, okay. And well, uh, Curtis. Curtis. <laughs> Curtis. And I'm just, yeah, holding. Kurt. And then I, I take it by the I scruff of the neck. I time to tell you this. I should have told you this on the way. On the and way. I should have told you this on the way. way. Because, you <laughs> no, know, it's Curtis. comfortable. That's hey. how the parents pick them up. <laughs> and I just hold it so that its eyes are level with yours. And I'm like, you don't want to do it. I'll do it. Can we find a different animal? There's got to be like another, like a pet store open or something. A mouse, a rat. I don't a want, and I grab Ada. 
<laughs> can I grab Ada? Um, you can. Um, and I think that what's happening is you guys are kind of like fighting and you're like shouting and things have gotten a little bit, uh, a little bit tense for a moment there as you grab the cat back and she, you're like, you know, you're saying, I wanted to find a rat. I need a rat. Uh, and that's when um, I think that we, I think I have, I think I know what happens. Um, let's see here. Uh, yeah, I want, uh, I want, I want Curtis to roll charisma plus animal can difficulty two. Oh, no. Okay, charisma plus animal. Success. Okay. Curtis, uh, while when Jen takes the cat back from you, you look into its eyes, and suddenly, like, you and the cat just, like, kind of lock eyes, and you weren't expecting this. I wasn't expecting this as the storyteller, but something weird happens. Suddenly, like, you feel like, boom, like your heartbeats are, like, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. moving at the exact same time and the blood that's flowing through the cat you can feel it but it's also like it's matching the same rhythm inside of you and suddenly you know that this cat is connected to you and you can tell it to do something <laughs> <laughs> tell it to dance um yeah i do that no um yeah. <laughs> you could no um i uh i tell it to i just kind of is it still suspended in air is it is it in jen uh, she's got jen it she has it it's been and it's going nuts it's like Aah! but then it suddenly it's like yeah. looking straight at you mm-hmm. i uh i i say uh I, t- I just say, Jim, that's what you want. You want some vermin? Yeah. What? I look into the cat's eyes, and I, and I don't know how I know how to do this, mm-hmm. but in my best, I could try to communicate this in the in the best way I can to a cat. Which in which in cat, just the mental game. I'm just like, bring your mistress a gift. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. And the cat here, the, you know, the cat, we, now we're in the cat camera, the cat vision. It looks weird. And it's like, <laughs> that's, what we want. that's what you want. You want some vermin. Bring your mistress a gift. Uh, and all of a sudden, it jumps out of Jen Brown's hands and it jumps out the window and it's gone into the night for a moment. What did you do? I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, good. I are, are we in the hall of your? We're just kind of. No, we're in, in our. We're in the apartment. You got inside. You got yeah, inside. We're in the apartment. I I I I uh, blow past her and uh, I'm looking around for a for a a restroom and I'm like, gee, this place is this? Does your place just look like a Marie Kondo super? Oh yeah. <laughs> minimalist. Yes, there are no uh, plants because I would kill them, but it is very everything's very low to the ground. Design within reach. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I just go to the bathroom and splash cold water on my face and look into my own eyes and, and see how pale and wan I look. Um, you look dead. Um, yeah. You look like someone who is fi- found by the side of a highway, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, you look like a hit and run. Um, because mm-hmm. not only are you uh, uh, 
un, not alive. You, you've also been through a horrible week uh, on top of that. Um, and as you were doing that, the, the, the water, like it doesn't, it doesn't feel the same way anymore. It's not, you know, when a human throws water against their face, it's refreshing. They feel themselves hydrated, rejuvenated. Hydration like that is not something you need anymore. Now it just feels like splashing water against like a, a I don't know, a wall or a dead, a dead thing. Um, so, but that's when um, you hear a, a scratching. Okay, I go towards it. At the door of the apartment, both you and Jen look over to the door and you hear a scratching at the door. I'm, I just look at her and I'm like, may I? And I open the door. And uh, the cat isn't there, but there is an enormous dead rat with its entrails sort of pulled out a little bit, leaking not even blood. Whatever was pulled out is leaking some other kind of fluid, and it's laying there. And the thing about dead rats is they always are in this, like, horrible – they have a horrible expression on their face, like a rictus of snarling terror. (laughs) Um, There's your meal, Jen Brown. All right, I'm going to uh, close my eyes. I'm going to well, take it out of the hallway, close the door, yeah, and then kind of close my eyes and do the fang thing and go for it. Okay, so because Jen Brown is, we've, we've established that she's squeamish. I yeah. want a willpower roll. Okay. I'm like, you don't want to put that in a glass suit. <laughs> Wash that first. You gotta clean that. I'm already dead. Uh, okay, so that would be just willpower, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. And then one, and that is a success. Okay. Um, Jen, you managed to bite into the thing. So Curtis, you watch as Jen sinks her fangs into the gray, you know, muddy gray thing in her hands. And um, Jen, you now feel yourself drinking. You feel the thing's life ebbing out into your mouth and down your throat and into your into your uh, uh, unliving heart. But I got to tell you, the taste of this blood compared to the blood you had earlier is like like a thin gruel. It's like it's like the difference between eating a piece of fried chicken or just eating a little bit of chicken broth that's what you're eating right now is is broth like it's just not it's just not it man it's not the same (laughs) is it this is it the size of the creature or the quality of the blood like if i got like a deer and i drank it would it be do i have a sense of whether or not it would be the same um the sense that you get is that uh maybe all animals are like this but you that's a great idea. You should try a deer or, <laughs> or something. That's a great uh, idea. I um, I get angry and I there's an I go to the window and I open and I toss the rat out. Uh and I and when, when you do, the cat is stare sta- is sitting there, Ada is sitting there looking directly into uh Curtis's eyes and its tail is going back and forth back and forth. Will you stop staring at my cat? It's freaking me out. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the U.S. Steel Building, Meanwhile, in the U.S. Steel Building, Adelaide Ross is um, sharing a, a 
cup of uh, blood with you, uh, Miles Vanderbuck. Uh, and she's taking you to her the her personal quarters here. She has personal quarters here on the 59th floor. Um, and it is a, a luxurious apartment. Again, the floor-to-ceiling windows all along two walls. Um, everything is done in kind of like, you know, dark red material, like very lush. Um, and she says, so tell me, what is it that you wish to do with the gifts you've been given? If I could do anything. Well, ma'am. All my life, I've been uh, fighting to keep things right, to keep things equal, to make it so every hardworking man or lady out there can do all the things that he or she wants. And every single time, there's someone in my way. And there was someone in my way at work, and there's someone in my way who, who prevented my wife from being able to pay her medical bills. Oh, uh, she's dead now. Oh, everybody I know. Oh, up. oh, is he is he tearing up a little bit? <laughs> He's trying not to. He is he, he wouldn't wipe it. He just would try she, to suck it. She gives you a fine silk handkerchief. I don't need that. So what I want to do? <coughs> this voice sucks. Is <laughs> <laughs> make it so those people who want to get paid pay. You want to change society. Well, I mean, I didn't think I could, but now if I'm some kind of a mortal twilight monster, yeah. You want to break the current institutions, make them come crumbling down. Topple them. I, I don't believe in all that destroy the world stuff. I just, I just. Well, what is the first specific thing that you would do? What, what What's the first step on this path well, i guess it's to do with you people want let's find whoever the hell you want me to find wrong your first step should always be acquiring more power because as you said if you had the power you could change things isn't that right yeah that's that's what my old union boss used to say down at the docks. I can teach you. I can teach you to use the beast within you. Why are you to exert so your nice will over me, the world? Why are you being so nice to me, ma'am? Because I find you very interesting. <laughs> some about some old timer. Hands <laughs> don't work no more. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I didn't know that part. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's early stages of some arthritis going on. That cauliflower hand. You're not, you're not old. You're a child. In my world, you're a little itty-bitty baby. And I'm going to reteach you and make you unlearn all the horrible things the world has taught you. And it starts... With this, and she takes her thumb and she breaks the skin on her wrist and she's like, drink. <laughs> Looks around. There's no one else in this room. <laughs> uh, 
says he says quietly so he's talking to his dead ex-wife <laughs> dead wife not ex-wife uh-huh. uh this is sexual i'm just drinking the nice lady's blood <laughs> he says no sue it isn't sexual it's a business proposition this will give you the power that you need he leans in and goes this isn't like twilight at all <laughs> <laughs> um, i didn't see this in the books oh <laughs> boy does he drink from her wrist? Yeah, man. Um, great. Um, I think that, um, first of all, he's at hunger zero for a little bit. For a little bit. Vampires can't really stay at hunger zero for long, but he is. The second thing that you should know is uh, her blood is different from everything you've had so far. Um, how to describe it? It is like a adrenaline shot. To the heart. This is not blood. This is vitae. This is the this is the sweet ambrosia that has been, yeah filled with the beast. The beast flows through every corpuscle. Yes, yes. It's like um, a thousand orgasms going off in your head. Right. Uh, but there's so it's one like when uh, in Demolition Man when Sandra Bullock and uh, Sylvester Stallone put on those uh, VR sex headsets. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a, great. Yes, it's exactly that. That's it. How did you know that's what I was going to <laughs> Because Demolition Man is a personal favorite. Yes, well, and a great film. Uh, and I think on the AFI's top 100. But yeah. basically, um, when, you, when you go nuts, when, you, when your mind you know, uh, ignites from this Vitae, um, you, you feel a little bit of her personality too. And what you feel in your head is you feel like, like laughter that doesn't quite feel in control. It feels a little unhinged. Yeah. It's like, (laughs) and soon you're both laughing. uh, Like, you know, your faces are like this close together. Like, (laughs) and you feel like you've lost a little bit of time. Um, And the next thing I'll tell you, is that your character can now add uh, some things uh, to his sheet. The first thing that your character can add is status. And I want you to give your character a background. That background, it's it's in the background section. It might say advantages, uh, merits. Um, You have a status of three, and you need to write, write beside it, child of the prince. All right. Um, and you also have just ignited a discipline inside of Miles Vanderbuck through his choices. And I think that he takes from this a point of presence. No, I'm sorry. He takes two dots in presence. Ooh. Cool. Um, and I can tell you what those do, but I think... Uh, you, the player, can know what they do, but Miles probably doesn't know what they do right now. Okay. Let's discover it. In a, in a time where it could apply, let me feel a tingling sensation or something. I don't know. But right now, she takes you out onto the balcony uh, of her apartment, and you look out over the lights, and she goes, 
all of this, all of Pittsburgh. <laughs> Look upon it in despair. Steel <laughs> City. <laughs> that 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 means something to Miles because he's born and raised here. He's a yeah, a river dock worker. Yeah, worked on the Allegheny, worked on the Monongahela. You bet it. You bet it. <laughs> you bet it. You bet it's right. You bet it. Uh, Hashtag uh, keep it pink or whatever. Uh, yeah, truth, pink truth. Yeah, get pink. Hashtag get pink. All right, yeah. now we go back to our um, our gourmand. Our 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 lunchers, our ladies who lunch. Um, uh, Jen has uh, Jen. You've had your uh, your dinner, uh huh. Um, and you guys have to decide what you want to do next. Um, so the real reason I came here was I want to get, I want to get basically any um tech that I would likely have in my apartment that will help will enable me to. Do all of the fun Hugh Jackman swordfishy shit that I want to do in our new spot. So I want to get like hard drives, uh, any sort of devices that will obfuscate like people being able to trace me. If, if I have anything like that, realistically, laptop, all that kind of stuff, I want to take it. Okay, great. Um, so you have tons of stuff like that. And right. I, I will allow you to write it all down on your sheet, um, like anything you can think of. Um, but I mean, you, you know, you had your own tech company, you know how to use this stuff and, uh, yeah, it's, it's all yours. But as you're doing that, you hear a knock at the door. Um, I go to, oh, uh, I'm going to take, I'm going to run into my kitchen, grab, uh, a bottle of tequila, mix it with the blood, close my eyes and take a swig. Oh, really? Okay, great. And see me. What, 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 uh, what, which, oh, the blood, which, do you know what the bottle was? I can determine it for you. Mm. I don't know what they do still yet. Um, you don't. Do I remember which one I took to know, to, to be able to superhear? Um, you, uh, believe that it was phlegmatic blood. Okay. Um, that helped me here. Um, I'm going to try sanguine. Okay. Sanguine blood. Um, all right. So you, um, you, uh, pour some sanguine blood into a bottle of vodka. The knock has like gone on for a little while and, um, you, you drink it up. You, you suck it down. I toss um, the bag that I was putting stuff in, in this underneath the kitchen sink. And I go to the okay. door. Okay, uh, Curtis is just kind of standing there waiting for you to answer. And when you open the door, I'll get, I'll get behind the, I'll get, I'll get all along the wall beside the door so that whoever opens it doesn't see me in there. Very good. Um, when you open the door, um, you are looking at a uh, African American man, very tall and thin and lean, in a fine suit, and he's like. Um, very pale with a washed out complexion. Uh, and you know, his face is almost skeletal. He's like, hello. Can I help you? Yes. Um, allow me to introduce myself. My name is Francis. I work for Obadiah Griffin. I was told I might be able to find you here. 
Obadiah Griffin. Is someone behind the door? Um, Curtis, come out. I uh, take the long way and, and, and circle around and stand just behind you to the right. What is uh, it? No, no apologies necessary. I understand that we can all become a little bit paranoid uh, in our line of work. Um, I represent Obadiah Griffin. He is the Ventru clan primogen here in Pittsburgh. And he would like to make you an offer. Um, he would like to purchase your company. Um, he hands you uh, a piece of paper. Um, it's uh, a sheet with all the details uh, of a sale. Um, make a finance roll. Um, what is the finance? Oh, I see. Intelligence um, plus finance. Intelligence plus finance. Mm -hmm. So that would be seven. My hunger's not down to zero, right? No, I think with this like little the little bit of animal blood you took, it's just stay at one. Okay. Difficulty one for this as well. This is not a Okay. Success. Okay. Um, you understand the term sheet at a glance because you're good with these kinds of things. And basically they are going to remove you, you know, that you'll 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 become very rich. But you will no longer have a hand in your own company. You will no longer have anything to do with it. And they're going to put it under uh, Flowcom, which is one of their companies. It'll be like kind of a subsidiary. Do I have a choice? Well, um, I was instructed to tell you that in terms of your ongoing involvement in the mortal world, you do not have much of a choice. This is why this is a very generous offer. So why do you guys get to own my company and I don't? If it's part of the mortal world. Uh, well, we have networks of mortals that uh, obey our every whim uh, and command. Um, as well as retinues of ghouls above them who are bloodbound uh, to our uh, kindred uh, masters. Uh, in other words, the infrastructure has been put in place to own something like this. Does that make sense? Yeah, I used to not have the infrastructure to own my company, and I built it. So thank you for the offer, and I give him back the paper. Uh, you can tell your boss to fuck off, and I close the door. <laughs> <laughs> um you wait oh fuck you hear outside and a hand smashes into the door and it it splinters and then you hear and then you hear footsteps walking away Jen's against the wall <laughs> kind of um, that blood didn't do shit. Curtis is also against the wall with his, his knife out. <laughs> Look, Curtis, the reason I came here, and I, I run into the, I motion him into the kitchen away from the gaping hole that's found my door, and I grab the, the tech out of the kitchen sink. I don't want anything to do with any of these fuckers. The Anarchs, the Camarilla, whatever the fuck they're called. I want to put them against each other. The only person, the only people I trust are you and Miles now. And they fucked us. 
and I want revenge. I want them to burn. I think we can do this. I think we can we can make our own path and not be under their heel. Do you know how hard what you're describing is going to be? We're, we're fucking infants in this world, man. If they come at us with all the power at their disposal, how can you hope to survive? I don't like being manipulated by anybody. And that includes you. I don't like being screwed over by them. I don't like being turned against my will by these anarchists. I don't like being played by them, which is why I pushed him out the fucking window. I'm not playing you. I'm asking you. Jen, while you are having this scene with Curtis, I want you to make a resolve roll and uh, add one die to it. Fuck my resolve. Uh, okay, so it's at a two, which means I have three, right? That's right. And one of those is a hunger die still. One of those is a hunger die. Not 21 dice pool, although wouldn't that be grand? Okay. Okay. Total failure. A total failure. Okay. So you are really engrossed in this conversation with Curtis. And what are you saying to him? Uh, basically what I just said. I'm like, I, I have no interest in manipulating you. I, 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 I want your help. Something and else it, is happening. The cat, while you guys are talking, is keeps going. What is it, Ada? I, uh, I, uh, it's like, I, I don't trust either of them either. And I'm with you as far as I can go. Then I look over at the cat and, and just kind of kneel down on its level. Is and it, it's hissing at something. I look where it's hissing. The corner of the room. Fuck. <laughs> oh, no. Someone's in here. I, uh, I, uh, I just noticed. I, ju- I, I just clocked that. And then, I, and then I, uh, I just kind of stand up. We're in the kitchen, right? Yeah. I grab a, uh, I just open a drawer and I'm like, look, I can only f- follow you so far. The way I see it, these people gave us life and I'm going to follow them as far as it gets me. Okay. If you're looking for a traitor, I'm sorry. Don't come to me. And it, while I'm saying this, I'm pulling, I'm, I'm pulling a knife out of the drawer and then I turn around and I throw it as hard as I can at the, uh, at the corner where the cat is looking. Okay, great. Um, um, so I want you go to, to go ahead and give me a strength plus melee roll for that. Okay. Is there a difficulty? Yes, there's a difficulty. Uh, well, this is an invisible uh, entity, whatever this is. So it, there's a difficulty, but you're right there and you planned it well. Three. Okay. Difficulty of three. Uh, failure. It says. Failure. The knife goes clang against the wall and now I must advise you that you guys feel air move past you. Fuck. Um, and I in which direction? Uh, toward the exit of the apartment, uh, the door that leads into the hallway. And now, Jen Brown, uh, you haven't acted, so why don't you do something if you'd like to? Um, is it super speed style? Um. No, you all oh, I can tell you is that you feel something moving past you. I have far reach. Can I use that? 
Um, I feel like it? because you've been mixing different things uh, and you made sure to take a yes, you can. Yes, oh, I you can. can. Okay, yes, great. I'm going to allow it. Um, yes. So Jed Brown, her 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 thin blood alchemy is sort of manifesting itself in that she makes these alcoholic drinks with some blood in them for herself, and then her powers manifest. So um, I think that she uh, can uh, roll. Um, for far reach, I'm trying. I'm just looking for the what you roll for that. It should. Is it there on the sheet? No, it's not. Right. Mm -mm. Okay. Don't worry about it. I'm gonna go ahead and just just ask you to make a rouse check and then tell me what you're doing with it. Oh, hey Jared, I've got it if you need it. Tell me, my friend. Uh, she's gonna roll uh, resolve plus her uh, discipline, which is thin blood alchemy. Yes. Versus the target's strength plus athletics. It's going to be really bad, is what you just told me. Oh, no. Probably. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Um, why don't you roll that for me, though, and also make a rouse check, please. I forget how to make a rouse check. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Of course. So that's very easy. You just roll one of your die uh, and see if it comes up six or above. And that's, that's right. You just rouse the beast within your blood to give you your vampiric power. Should I do that first? Do that first. So that would just be one in the dice pool, right? Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Success uh, seven. I got a seven. Okay, great. So you don't get hungry from this, and now you can okay. use the power. Come on, baby. Success. Oh, double success. Oh, great. Now you need to tell me what you're doing with it. Um, I want to see if I am able to kind of just reach out and grab, like, maybe it's too much to say that I would know, but if to sort of follow the rush of air and see if I can grab where it is and drag it back. Great. So I'm going to now roll the strength plus athletics that Clint mentioned to see if you, you know, you have grabbed something with your mind, like Den Brown went, Whoa! and then like, you know, had carry powers all of a sudden as the blood in her, like, all went into her brain and opened up like some sort of node in her head and synapses fired in a weird way and her mind shot out and like grabbed something someone on the shoulder but is it enough will it work let's see how many successes did you get on your roll i got two they were both sevens i don't know if that matters um it doesn't uh it only matters if you hit Tens, right? Oh, okay. those end up being criticals. Right. Um, I'm afraid to say that whatever this is, like you have, you have it, and then all of a sudden it wrenches free, pulls down in front of your eyes what's left of the door, and then you hear tick, 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 out into the hallway. Fuck. Um, let's go back to Miles. <laughs> Miles, hmm. where would you like to go? <laughs> what would you like to do? You you've spent your night. With, actually, let's see. You've spent a night with uh, with Adelaide Ross uh, in a in a frenzy of blood drinking. Uh, you feel so much closer to her now. You feel like you can hear her lilting laugh in your head. And the next uh, a night has passed, and now it is the next night. And you must give me a rouse check, my friend. Honestly, Miles feels a little bit guilty. He. He didn't sleep with her, and it wasn't sexual, but he feels like maybe he betrayed Sue. 
Um, arouse check. Explain how. Um, yes, no problem. Um, we're going to take a short break, five minutes for people to use the bathroom and stuff. But in that time, you just roll 1D and see if it comes up uh, six or above to see if you're hungry when you awaken. Um, so if anybody needs to take a short break, uh, this is our intermission. And let's get back into Vampires of Pittsburgh. Miles Vanderbuck has just risen in the sumptuous apartment of Adelaide Ross here on the 59th floor of the U.S. Steel Building. Um, what would you like to do, Miles? Oh, how did your rouse check go, by the way? It was a success. I just rolled the one D in the dice roller, right? Great. Yeah. And your your hunger doesn't go up then. You're okay. you're fine. So what would you like to do now with your unlife? And you could say go to that um, that territory that's been kind of fiefed to you, or you could, yes, you have I an have idea. A question. Well, yeah. no, I have a question. At what last session, I got a tick on my, huni- on my humanity. Is that... Uh, a stain on your stain. humanity. Yes. Mm. Does that go down after now, or is ah, it there? Does it, though? It does not go down until you take action to make it go down. Um, stains uh, here's what happens when the stains on the one side of your tracker hit your humanity bar that's coming from the other side you have to roll and you might lose a dot of humanity if you want to gain humanity you've got to do something human Um, and if you want to lose a stain that would be the same strategy you have to do something that reconnects you with your mortal life would Miles like to do that right after he has taken the the Faustian bargain from Adelaide Ross, would he, um, is he, he that much like of an to, ephemeral creature? I think he would like to, I mean, in, in all honesty, he'd probably like to see if he could in some way just say goodbye to his daughter, even, yeah. or at least just like see her from outside the window and say goodbye. Like He wants to go to uh, her place. Amy, um, sweet Amy Vanderbuck. Yeah. Amy Vanderbuck. Um, so Amy's uh, kind of in her mid twenties. Uh, Maybe maybe into her late twenties, like twenty seven, something like that, and um, she lives in a boyfriend. But yeah, she's got that boyfriend that we don't like, Tyler. Uh, (laughs) The guy, the guy's a dipshit. Um, And (laughs) she lives in kind of a low rent part of town. You know, the thing that another thing that kind of has has been disappointing you over the years is that Amy, even though she went to college, she's like buried in debt. She hasn't really been able to really start making ends meet. And she's even had to take a couple loans from you and Sue since graduating college. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it probably really hurts Miles that he has to kind of now leave her and not know how things are going to turn out for her. Um, so he can go and see her. Now in Pittsburgh, um, low rent, a low rent apartment might be a house. And that's true here. She's in like a really small kind of like, really worn down little cottage um uh, actually on on the on the um i'm gonna say on the south side actually um which is one of the territories that you were offered um and she uh is right now at home she's got the tv on it's playing like youtube clips on repeat are you just looking inside or are you gonna knock and say hello 
I think I'd like to knock on the door. Okay. Um, you knock on the door um, and you uh, hear music coming from inside in addition to have, having seen the YouTube clips flowing through the window. Uh, and Amy answers the door and she's like, she has a big smile on her face, but then when she sees you, she's like, oh my God, dad, what's wrong with you? Are you okay? Oh my God. Hey, I'm fine. I'm fine, baby. Um, Sweetie, I, I got to go away for a while, okay? <laughs> um, when you say that, you probably raise your hand and you notice that your hand is pale white, like a corpse. Do you want to do something about that? Yes. Make a rouse check. <laughs> okay. Rouse it is. A rather rousing check, I might add. Okay. Rouse, you said rouse check with two things or no? What did you just say? Just make a rouse check. You just roll one die and tell me if it's a success, a six or more. Total failure. Okay. So with a rouse test, your character can appear like a living person. You'll have a pulse, a body temperature, breath. Your face won't be the pale mask of a dead man. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's even a, a, a possible to do some things that humans do, like eat food or um, have sex. Um, you have failed in your rouse check that, that you still get the blush of life right now, but you are you gain a hunger. So it's kind of cool that you went to zero hunger earlier. Now you're at one hunger. Got it. Um, so suddenly she's like, oh, <laughs> sorry. I, it must be the light out here. I hate this weird yellow porch light. Come inside. Uh, it's fine. Uh, hey, one day I'll get it fixed. Your light. But, but now, baby, I, I, I got I to gotta go. I got to go out of town for a while, okay? I can't. What? Why? Some of the union guys were, were kind of up to some, but it could be big, okay? I, I just wanted to wait. Take, what do you mean big? What are you what are you up to? You guys aren't planning something crazy, are you? I can't tell you right now, baby. I just wanted to say goodbye, okay? And he's doing no, this, this mild just, thing of like sucking his tear back. <laughs> this is just like you. This is just like you don't even you just you you come in to tell me something that just like Makes me want to cry, and then you just walk out again. Amy, sweetie, I just want to say goodbye. I just want to hug you. Can I hug your baby? like, fine. And she gives him a hug. <laughs> uh, I, don't say, I don't say it too much. I just, I, I, I love you, okay? And I love your mom, and I love, you're all I've got. You I'll see, see um, it a bit, okay? I'll see it a bit. Over her shoulder, you see some paperwork on the table, and you see that the paperwork is labeled with the logo of Flowcom. Um, <gasps> Flowcom is the business that recently kind of took control of the dock workers, the river dock workers unions, and it's on the table of your daughter. Ah. Uh. She's like, I love you too, dad, but you're so weird. You can't just like disappear in the middle of the night. I hope you're not planning something stupid. Can I reach that letter? Sure. I, I grab it. Um, 
and you see that it's a welcome to Flowcom letter. Uh, it appears that Amy has just been hired at Flowcom. And I'll also say that Flowcom recently screwed you guys in a labor negotiation. <laughs> you, you're doing okay, baby. You got, you're working now? or Oh, so you're asking questions now. Thanks so much. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I just got a job. It's not a big deal. It's like a, it's like a, it's an analytics thing ah. for Flowcom, actually. So don't, don't get mad, okay? I needed a job. You are getting very angry, probably. It's a, oh no, no, it, things are different. What's the point in getting married? I, I mean, uh, uh, angry at this point. He goes, uh, Unless I can, I can resist it. You want to, you want to have a battle of the dice? <laughs> you should have a battle of the dice. I think that you should roll willpower. The only problem is that Bruja, they have a, a, a problem when it comes to frenzying over anger. Uh, they actually are uh, worse at resisting it. Um, okay. Yeah. So I think that in order for you to not have a frenzy here uh, when the company that's that's responsible for screwing over your union is now where your daughter is going to make a buck. Yeah. I think you're going to need to give me three successes to not have a frenzy here with the okay. rolling your willpower dice. All right. So I got willpower. I got a hunger roll. Verfelm. Three successes. Really? Ooh. Ah. I can ish. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you um you uh you just like oh and it, man, you were role playing it already. You knew you weren't gonna I, trem uh, I tremble a man. bit, but I go it's, a, it's okay, Amy. I'm gonna have to hit the road for a while, so I, I just want you to be on your own two feet. And oh you got that. Travis, son of a bitch, you gotta take after, but it's Tyler. He walks in. <laughs> he walks in out of the shower. He's like still wearing like just like a bathrobe and like like uh, uh too many tattoos. shorts. Too he's many tattoos. Covered, miles. covered in tattoos. He's like, How's it going, Pops? Don't call me father until you make it official, put a ring on it. Not that I want you to, goddammit. <laughs> Travis. Bad. They're bad tattoos, too. There's like a yin-yang. There's like a Polynesian, you know, motif on the arm. Tribal. Yeah, okay. tribal. Uh, anyway, he just he just looks at Amy and just looks at her and takes her in and says, all right, yeah, you stay safe now. Bye, baby. I, I'll see you soon. When are you coming just, back? Walks into the night. I, I'll see you in a bit. I can't tell you much right now, but see you later. Uh, Miles, as you walk off, um, and uh, <laughs> you know you've done the best thing for her, uh, the tears of blood, because as we established, oh, right. Right, you're just like <laughs> weeping. Blood. Just mushy it all red. Yeah, comes out, comes out of your nose, too. Miles. Uh, for doing the right thing by your daughter and not frenzying out in the middle of her house, you can erase that stain. 
Good job, Miles. Yeah. Cleaning my stains, yeah. I'm cleaning my stains. I'm a kindred spirit, yeah. Look has humanitron. <laughs> Curtis and uh, Jen Brown. What do what 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 has happened? So after your scene uh, the previous night, what did you do? I'm. I mean, there's part of me that that wouldn't want to draw that to a close, but would want to. As a last ditch effort, once that door came down, mm-hmm. look down at Ada the cat and and just like see if I could do it again, and have her like follow it and have her and have her snag him. Snag okay. Him. So what I want you to do is make a rouse check, uh, and then I want you to roll man- manipulation or charisma, whichever one you like. Uh, and then add two dots to it. Um, so rouse first, and then separate from that, the other stuff. That's right. Let me see how the rouse goes first. The rouse was a fail. Okay, so you gain a point of hunger. Okay. Okay. When you use the blood, you spend it, and you start to get hungry again. Gotcha. And now you need to roll uh, manipulation or charisma. Uh mm-hmm. And then I will, and then and then add uh, add two more dice to that. All right, I rolled that, and I got it was a success. So here's what happens: two successes, I think. Yeah. Um, you you know you sent you. What are you telling the the Ada the cat? What are you what are you what are you communicating? Catch the intruder. <laughs> um, <laughs> a cat up out of the house. Uh, and off into the night, and uh, I don't know if you go and follow her into the corridor, but the yep. cat doesn't come back that night. And as the sun starts to rise, you guys were forced to do what? Where did you go? Uh, I think it's Jen has blackout curtains. Okay, so. that makes sense. <laughs> She's got to feel safe in here without a door. Code all oh, night, right. all day. There's a door. Um, well, we. I want to wait for her to come back. Um, I, I mean, we that. could. There's like a bookshelf we could have, like maybe. Yeah, put I think the you door. guys could make right. a makeshift shelter for the night. But I got to tell you, um, you feel nervous about it. I mean, you've already people knew you were here already, uh, and right. You, I, I'm gonna say that. Um, I don't. I don't feel great about it. I'm like, like are you sure you want to stay here? We've already got one intruder. I don't know if there's another one of those things in here. I have a weird emotional attachment to my cat, but fine. We can go to the, the that other. Where? What is it? Can we say it's been an hour? I don't. I don't know if it's coming back. All right, let's go to the. What is it? Where is it? Mexican War. What? Mexican War Streets. Mexican War Street. Let's just go there. And I grab. I grab the bag. Um, and... All right. So as you are heading toward this this address you were given. You uh, know that the sun is coming up, and I got to tell you guys, it's it's not just that you're afraid of being burned by the sun. Although anytime you kind of look in the direction of where it's getting a little more blue and a little less dark, fear like fills your spine. Mm. And not only that, like it's getting hard to walk, uh, and it, it's getting it's like you're just so tired. This isn't sleep. You're not. You don't need a nap. There is, uh, your blood is literally turning to like gel in your veins as the sun starts to rise. 
let's see how you do. Um, you're navigating through the city, trying to get to this address you've never been to before. Can we hail a taxi? Yeah, could we have could we have gotten in a cab or called an Uber or a Lyft? I think that is what happens. I think that in the wee hours of the morning, Jen and Curtis are like in the back of a cab, like, uh, and the cabbie's like, Ugh, these kids get too drunk. Uh, and he's from New York for some reason. And he drives <laughs> you uh, to this address, and you're looking at this huge, dilapidated, like, edifice with like uh, windows broken out of it. Pieces of the brickwork have like fallen off. Uh, and um, <laughs> yeah, and he's like, you sure you want to get out? Are you sure you want to get out here? There's another this, party, dude. Party. Have you ever been to a fucking all-night rave, my man? It's uh, fucking tight. <laughs> uh, great. And that's, uh, that is, uh, that, <laughs> that's great. I, I Don't even bother rolling. He believes you, and he's just a taxi cab anyway, so he fucks off. <laughs> and, uh, you get into this place, and um, what you find is that it, it appears to be locked up tight. Shit. Like you're going to like the places where you'd like open a door and it's like all boarded up. And in places where there are like old big metal doors, there's like big, huge padlocks on them. Uh, and the light in the sky is getting lighter and bluer. There aren't, are there boards that could be ripped down? Is there any sort of con- broken windows we could get through? Yeah. 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 Why don't you, why don't you guys give me just a, a strength plus athletics role? Oh, that's going to be all on you. Yeah, there. Okay. Yeah, that's it. That's the stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is what greets you when you look through that broken window. Ay, ay, ay. Okay, let's see. Um, strength plus athletics? No, it's yeah, just, just for me. Or I got... It's not going to be for me, but let's just see. Uh, I rolled, total I rolled, failure. I rolled two okay. successes out of six. Okay. Well, because this isn't like a high tension scene, Jen, what I'm going to rule is that your fa- and it wasn't like a critical failure, like on the hunger die or anything. No. no. Okay. And not, and it wasn't like a crazy, uh, a, uh, messy critical for you. Was it Curtis Krieger? No. Okay, great. So what I'm going to rule is that like you guys like have to climb in over through this window over like broken glass, which like cuts your bodies and you're just like, because you you don't have the strength right now to just like kind of be careful you're like literally like you guys are like crawling to get inside uh and you're like rolling through the window down to the floor and it 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 cuts you up you each take uh, i'm gonna say uh well jen failed so jen takes yeah jen takes three uh aggravated damage oh no that's that's too much Three superficial damage. And uh, Curtis, you don't take any damage, but you just barely get inside and pull Jen through. And you can see that she's got pretty cut up pretty badly by the glass. Just as you do that, you realize that you have to duck down into the shadow because a a, a strand of yellow light is now coming in through these windows. Is there there a shadowy, like an even more shadowy place or a stairwell down into like a hallway? you do feel find a stairwell down into a hollow uh, and following it down there, you find that you are in kind of like some sort of sub basement or something. And this place has a, a door that is open. 
Um, but it is, it's got like locks on it if you want. And there's a bed down here. Um, but Nixon, Nixon wasn't much for luxury. So it's like a twin bed, a cot in the corner. Is um, there someone already lying on it? No, Nixon, as we all know, is uh, somewhere uh, in the U.S. Steel Building being interrogated or paralyzed by a stick through the heart. So I'm thinking of more of a Vanderbuckian nature. <laughs> but Bex is still out there. Can I, can I do like a, can I see if there's signs that anyone's down here now? Yes, you can um, search around, but um, you are so tired. And I'm going to say that your search uh, has a, it's going to be really tough right now. You need to give me three successes to kind of look around. Okay, While you three, do that, Jen's going to have a tantrum slash breakdown. Great. Three successes <laughs> of what? Um, um, yeah, three successes. Oh, yeah, that's good. On an investigation roll, let me give it, give me wits plus investigation. Okay. Can I see that again, Clint? show it again oh no he's showing me things uh separate from you guys thank you so much Clint, Clint you're keeping secrets Clint. Clint. oh yeah, yeah. i got Fuck. looks like i got three successes hey um okay curtis krieger you find two things that this haven has all right first of all it has a postern meaning it has a secret exit in the back that is really hard to kind of pick up on basically you can go down into another sub basement you can crawl underground to a block away and come up through some machinery out of like a manhole if you okay. want the other thing you turtle find, power <laughs> turtle power indeed <laughs> the other thing you find is that this uh this haven has an hidden armory when you're doing your little search all over this place, you find like behind pipes, like tied to the tops of like little areas near windows. You find a shotgun, a rifle, and two pistols who have, that have been like carefully taped to the wall. I uh, take the pistols and put them in my belt. I leave um, the other ones there. Are they loaded? Um, no, but you also find under the bed a big box of ammo for all of the guns that you found. Okay, I load the pistols. Um, I put one in my belt. I, I, uh, I have the second one, and I'm looking at the bleeding body of, of Jen Brown. Um, you know right. How you, you know how to use this? No. All right, then maybe it's best that I hang on to both. Jen Brown. Yeah. Jen Brown, you are sitting there, you, you, you were badly cut, and your shirt is now ripped, and your precious vampiric vitae is leaking from your torso, but would you like to do something about that? Like, um, Well, I think what's probably not helping is that I think she's probably crying and having a little bit of a, a panic moment. Um, I think this... Hmm. But I wonder if any of the blood that I have with me would help. Um, well, it would. You can drink that blood. Um, but what you can do right now, and I think that even when you're crying fit, this would be instinctive. You need to give me a rouse check. Ah. Okay. Come on. Nope. Okay. Don't worry, you're you just get more hungry, but this 
so anytime you're using a rouse check, you're just awakening your blood to do something that vampires can do. Right. A, fail, a failure only means you get more hungry. So I need you right. to add a point to your hunger. And uh-huh. then I need you to know that one of those levels of superficial damage is now gone. Okay. Great. Your body is like healing up before your eyes. Um, and I think that it continues to do that. Uh, and the next turn, if you will continue like kind of allowing it to, is that, is that, does that sound right? Yeah. If I, if I set up my, there's no power here though, huh? Um, well, I guess I would have, that's the other thing, Jen, you immediately are like my computers, my, my setup, I have to, I have to get things installed. And the second you pull your stuff out, you look around, like there's no power here. You're in like a gr- grimy abandoned building. <laughs> would like, there be, would I potentially have like a um not that it would last forever, but like a um transportable power source? Um that feels like something you'll have if you give me a wits plus tech roll. Okay. Three plus four. Okay, so that would mean And it's a common enough thing that you only need one success. Okay. Hey, come on, Jen. Nope. Okay. Um, you don't, you didn't grab that. I mean, like the events of the night just distracted you. Now, here's, here's what I need. I you to make two more rouse checks, Jen Brown, and then I want both of you to make a willpower roll. Okay. Success on my second one. On your second rouse check. Okay. Uh huh. And then success. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Failure on the third. So now I'm at hunger three. Is that the deal? You're at hunger three. Your wounds have knitted together again. And now both of you are going to make a willpower roll. That's not that good. Total failure. Okay. Three uh, success. Jen is, uh, Curtis, Jen is completely like dead. She's like not moving, but her wound has completely knitted itself back together i uh i i can say that i've been like rooting around trying to find like a clean ish piece of cloth or something like a rag or anything that i could use to to mop up the or tie up the wound and i come back with a piece of like gauze or latex that i found dangling from a pipe and fuck it it's gone the 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 wound is gone and then uh and that's when you feel the, the need to sleep, like, washing over you. She's in the bed, and I uh, just kind of curl up on the ground next to the bed, but not on it. Yes, and I'll tell you one other thing. Like, as you're doing this, as you're succumbing to the beast that needs to sleep, you don't just, like, curl up near the bed. You, like, scurry. Like, you don't, you don't even, you're, like, surprised by it yourself, but you can barely kind of keep control. Like, you, like, scurry and, like, tunnel down into the side of the bed. Oh, you said this is a cot, right? What's so it's that? like, I'm underneath. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. like, like when a firework goes off and the dog, like, goes under the yes. bed. <laughs> and that's when we jump to the next night. And that's when Miles had his last scene. You've already seen your daughter. Um, and uh, do you go to the Haven now, Miles? Or do you, is there, a, would there be anything else? I think yeah. After a longly uh, a long and lonely walk, after 
saying goodbye to his daughter, he's like, oh, well, I think I should get on with this task and see where it leads me. Um, so, yeah, he's gone to the War Streets and whatever else, or Mexican War Streets. Um, very good. And um, Mexican War Streets. You got it. And um, I need a final rouse check from uh, Ross and... Um, and uh, Ashley, because your vampires awaken. This is we've now jumped to the next night when Miles met his daughter. So you 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 awakened, uh, you know, 12, 13 hours later, and you roll your uh, die. And how'd that go? Because we really do not want Jen to get the hunger for. Oh my God, that's a failure for me. So that's more hunger. How are you? Where are you at? I'm now at three hunger. And Jen, how are you doing? I failed. Okay, so are you at hunger four? So here's what happens. Oh, um, no. um, you guys awaken in like the half light of dusk in this like weird basement. And you are like animals. Like you are like, <sighs> like you're shaking the, with the beast inside you. Meanwhile, Miles Vanderbuck is just sort of kind of. Ambling. <laughs> <laughs> toward. Um, you need to feed now or you're going to do something Bad. So I need to know what you decide to do. Uh, and that goes for both of you, Jen, especially like you are, you're in trouble. Um, can I, uh, is the, are the vials of blood I have enough? Um, let's see here. You, uh, open up the bag and oh, there they are a big supply of blood. Um, they feel a little warmer than they did last night when you got them out of that refrigerator, but surely that, that, that won't matter. Why don't you uh, have a little bit? Why don't you go ahead and take Based some? Based on how you're saying this. It well, why don't you go ahead and call your willpower first? Cause Jen, well, I don't, it'll all be blood. hunger die. Should I do that? What's that? It'll, they'll all be hunger dice. Um, okay. Uh, I mean, you shouldn't do that, but what? Uh, no, I'm sorry. Hunger dice don't affect a willpower roll. Oh, oh, that's right. Okay. Roll your willpower. Yes. Okay. Success. Okay, so you're able to drink. Do you want to drink? Yeah. Okay, so you start drinking from these bottles. Like you, you're so hungry right now, you don't care. You, the the sight of blood isn't bothering you right now. You're like, look, look, look. and I got to tell you, it tastes like fucking water that fell off the side of like a old building. Like it just feels like mud and dirt. And it's warm, and it makes you immediately like vomit. And now I want another willpower roll. Oh God, Jen is having a hard time. Ugh. Okay, success. Okay, so you stop yourself before you suddenly go on like a crazy, terrible frenzy and just smash all the bottles and maybe even attack Curtis. But you look up at him after vomiting with like you know scabby dark blood covering the bottom of your mouth and uh you you do not <laughs> oh. <laughs> um you do not look good jen brown so um curtis and jen what are you going to do we need so just need a little taste and uh and quickly um can you walk can you move yeah. Then I say we uh, get out of here and uh, find something. 
Well, what do it is? A couple of crazies. <laughs> <laughs> Miles comes in and he's like, ah! <laughs> So would we find out on our little gumshoe mission? We need to feed Miles. Get out of the fucking way. Ah. Uh, Curtis, you feel just like you did on your worst days uh, uh-huh. when you were when you were really heavy. Uh, did you see anybody like, out there? You see anybody out there? Was anybody walking the streets? Did I? Um, yeah. I mean, it's just now dusk. Um, but I got to tell you that this neighborhood, like, it's not like uh, it's a little bit more residential. It's the the, the place you chose to can't come, and they told you it was like a smaller neighborhood. It's it's not really like a place where like there's a ton of people doing business on the streets. And as it gets darker the less likely you're going to be able to find prey. So Miles's answer would be like, I think maybe a couple. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, there's a couple people. There's people all over, but yeah, so there's a few people down the street. And is the idea that if we feed in a different neighborhood, we'll get in trouble? Um, No, this is the, yeah, that's correct. I'm sorry. Yes. Yes. Brown, you have to feed here. Okay. Are you prepared to do, what you have to do, though? Yeah, I, I, I don't fucking care. I just need to, I need to eat now. Uh, all right. You should give me some sort of fucking guilt trip, man. This gotta no. be. This look, we gotta. Sometimes you just have to fucking make a choice and do it. And I, I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I scuttle off my hands occasionally, grazing the ground in a sort of canine way uh, down the uh, down the, the little corridor towards the manhole. Yeah. I follow him. Okay. So you come out of this access hatch, long abandoned, long forgotten. Um, whatever these buildings are near you, uh, it looks like the back of like a costume shop and a, uh, and uh, you're not sure what this is, maybe like a, a, a cafe um, it looks like they used to be buildings that belonged as part of the factory campus, but now the gentrifiers have come in and changed the neighborhood, and you're literally creeping up back by the dumpsters and things uh, behind these buildings. Is there any movements or any signs of life for these places? Sure. The costume um, shop and or the cafe? Well, you're behind them now, and you just kind of see back doors. The costume shop does have like a logo, kind of like painted on the back of it of the of the stone building. Why don't you give me a wits plus perception roll? And because of your heightened sense of uh, need, you can. You only need to give me one success for this. Okay, Jen, you're with him, right? Yes. Okay. Can I also do that? You certainly may. Okay, great. Miles, did you follow them? Am, am yeah. I crazy that I don't see okay. perception on here? Is that a thing? That's because I'm thinking of the old game, my friend, and I apologize. <laughs> you your wits plus awareness, and mm. I apologize. No, no, no. Oh, my God. So I'm rolling four hunger. Awareness. Success. 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 Okay, here's what happened. Um, there is um, a, uh, there's no one. Like, it's like quiet. And then you see like a girl with pink hair. Uh, you hear like a tink, 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 tink at the front of the costume shop. And then a girl with pink hair and like a leopard like jacket, like walks 
past the alley between the two buildings where you guys are. <sighs> so yeah, my pupils dilate. And, like, <laughs> and I just beeline. Okay. Um, you beeline toward... And I kind of come around the, 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 the corner of the alley just... I'd like to say, yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to put my hand on his shoulder and say, "Yeah, you see, pal, there's other people around, and she might not be the only one. If you want to do what I know we all want to do, we got to play this nice and easy, just like in the Twilight movies." <laughs> While Miles is saying that, I'm just walking. I'm so hungry. I'm just walking down the street toward her. She, uh, so you're just in her trail. She hasn't noticed you. She's on her phone. She's got earbuds in now, and she's walking toward a bus stop. Playing damage control, I'm just gonna keep out for other, keep an eye out for other people that are. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Don't no! I said oh, pink no. hair, but this is good too. It's it. Well, it's that type of gal. She does sure. like a thousand times, so she'll come back mm -hmm, in mm -hmm. a different yeah. alternate reality. Um, <laughs> uh, I'll uh, I'll I'll look out. I'll look for like anyone that could maybe notice. What's what I know is going to happen? Yeah, um, I'll be like, that's good, that's good. You be the lookout, <laughs> and you just give us the high sign if anybody comes around. Not okay? to touch my um, fucking face. Well, I can tell you that Miles, when you look around, you actually see like a past, like a patch of greenery that makes like a kind of a little triangle here where some streets kind of converge. You do see a, a, a gentleman getting into his car, like across, you know. Oh, the way he's probably about oh maybe a football field away um so there are other targets this place isn't deserted and it's not like you know after midnight so um you guys do have options but you you do you are aware that jen brown is right behind yep. this woman right now can so i do like a willpower roll against myself to see if my humanity is present at all I think that you can. Yeah, you want to okay. kind of resist this sort of urge. Yeah, go ahead. Give yeah, it I want to see if I have any control over myself. And I don't rule hunger to die. No, not for okay. willpower. Okay. Critical success. Okay, Jen, you like, you're right behind her. I mean, like your fangs are kind of starting to come out. And you can just see like the vein in her neck throbbing. And suddenly you just come back to yourself. You're like, what, what, am, what am I doing? Like, what the fuck am I doing? Um, I walk, I just walk past her and I like go against the side of a house and I kind of just, I can't, I don't need to breathe, but I'm like. <laughs> she uh, pulls an earbud out. When you look up again, she's looking right at you. She pulls an earbud out and she's like, are you okay, honey? Uh, yeah, I just had a, a, a fucking edible and I'm, I'm freaking out. Please just keep walking, please. She walks up toward you and she's like, do you want me to call someone for you? Get away, please. Fuck. Okay, bitch. And she walks back over to, oh, but you need to, um, no, I'm not going to make it double jeopardy right now. <laughs> you managed to not, to not go for that. But what are you going to do? How, how, and how are you going to do it? My, Miles and uh, Curtis can now join you uh, over mm -hmm. there at the at the bus stop. Miles is keeping a distance. He's the lookout. He knows he's assuming what's going to happen, so he's looking out for other people that could notice. It's can probably a good. It's probably good that you kept control there, Jen, because now uh, the bus pulls up 
And she kind of gives you one more like, what the fuck look and hops on. Can we at least find someone that I'm talking to Curtis Simmons with me? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Can we at least find someone that at least sort of deserves it? (laughs) We want to be on the pedo hunt. (laughs) Can we find a fresh pedo or something? We have access to the National Sex Offender Registry. (laughs) (laughs) Do we? I want to go on a pedo hunt. (laughs) I want to go on a pedo hunt. Guys, what do you do? Because Um, if you don't do something soon, I'm going to start making you make rolls, and then I'll be starting to do things for you. Can I hear any? I have an idea. I have one idea. Curtis, I want you to add to your sheet based on what happened earlier. Animalism. Mm. You have achieved the rank of animalism level two. Thank you, Father. <laughs> I will see you at that sports match where we where we will compete physically. <laughs> I will get the silver cup. <laughs> um, okay, animalism two. Uh, cool. Um, great. Uh, do I just just as at this moment do I hear or perceive anything that like a in the way that you'd like hear a party hear a club hear a yeah. the din of socializing yeah so now you look back at that cafe and you notice that um it's not closing it's switching over to its um nighttime mode which they do serve alcohol there so it's mm. like one of those kind of coffee shops that's like kind of a uh, hybrid. It kind of becomes a bar at night. Um, and um, there are not that many people, but there are like three people inside right now, uh, including someone at the at the counter. Cool. And then they're all inside. They're inside, but you can see them through, you know, you know, the big refurbished building windows. And data. Mm-hmm. Hey, oh, hey. <laughs> you got paid from being eaten. That's good. Yeah. So speaking of that, and speaking of the gift that was just given, do I notice, is this the kind of place that maybe one of these uh, patrons has a dog tied up outside? A uh, uh, service animal with them? Hey, what do you know? Um, attached to a lamppost, not too far away, a couple feet down the block. You see, like uh, a beagle that's mm-hmm. kind of like sitting there with its tail wagging, um, and it's got a bandana on. Adorable! <laughs> it's a wonderful beagle boy. And I, uh, so I, I uh, see if I can. Uh, um, I uh, just take. I, I just uh, go to Miles, and I'm like, just watch and see that nobody sees this. And I lift the, and I surreptitiously try to lift the leash off the post. <laughs> and at the same time, I'm going to uh, look into the dog's eyes and attempt to give it a message. Very good. Um, so first, in order to lift it off, I want you to give me a stealth a dexterity plus stealth roll um to kind of do this without anybody seeing anything and then i just need a simple rouse roll for you when you are communicating with the mutt it's not when you're communicating with the animal okay 
Okay, so that's a that's a lot of success for the Dex role. Um, the Rouse was a success. Okay, so you don't gain any more hunger, thank God. Yeah, Jesus. Um, and now the animal is like kind of staring up at you with like the love and loyalty and affection that a dog can give. Mm-hmm. And it just, it's, it's moving directly toward you. I was like, um, I, I just say, bark, run into the alley and wait for me. <laughs> and then it scurries around into the alley. And is there a reaction from inside the cafe? Inside the cafe, people are talking and drinking. There's music going. I go, I walk in, if I can. You I didn't mean to cut you, cut you off. No, so. no, no. Of course you can. You walk in. Um, hey, I'm sorry. Was that was that somebody's dog out there? Because I think it's just this like, got loose woman with like an annoying hat on. I'm not going <laughs> to describe it more than that. Like, looks like <laughs> what? This is a dog got loose. Am I am I crazy? Is somebody's oh dog god. out there? Watson. Oh my god! And she like runs out and she like looks at like the leash and she's like, <laughs> I don't know. I I think I maybe saw. I don't know. I think I just went down the alley there. You saw he went this way. I think so. Uh, one thing. She kind of looks you over and is like. What's wrong with you? Because Curtis Krieger and Jen Brown haven't used the blush of life. Oh, yes. And in fact, in their current hunger. But I look, I'm thin blood, right? Don't I always, or do I not? (gasps) That's right. Jen Brown, you don't need to do that because of your thin blood nature. So Jen Brown, you might be the person that can save this right now with some sort of role. What sort of role should I do? What would you do to convince her to stay with you to not fear Curtis Krieger? Um, oh God. Uh, she said, What's wrong with you? A manipulation plus persuasion role would work or subterfuge if you're really trying to trick her. I'll do manipulation plus persuasion. Um, and be like, uh, difficulty three. Difficulty three. Mm-hmm. She just a guy that looks like a living corpse and realized that something's very wrong with him. Sorry, this is um this is this is my like uncle and he just he's he's been going through chemo. It's like it just started, so it's been kind of rough on him. Uh, sorry. Come on, don't tell everybody that. I'm sorry, I know it's, it's in remission. So we look a little we look a little crazy, Uncle. Well, um all right, let's see. Manipulation yeah, well. plus persuasion. Yeah. Difficulty three. Actually, I'm going to say for that, that's subterfuge. Do you have any in your subterfuge? I do have a bit in my subterfuge. Okay. I think that you you lied. You got to use subterfuge. I'm okay. sorry. Okay. Okay. Damn. All right. So that's difficulty three. Uh-huh. One in the dice pool, four in the hunger. You fail. Yeah. You didn't critical fail, did you? No. A total failure, but not a critical failure. Um, okay. She says, uh, what did you do to my fucking dog? And then she starts pulling out her cell phone. Well, we didn't do anything to your dog, man. We just saw it going down the alley. Look, we can fuck off if you want. Just trying to help. 
Look, lady, I'm sorry. No, you stay right where you're at. Sure. There it is. I think Hello? I can see. And yeah, I'd like to run. <laughs> Suddenly, Miles, like, <laughs> in the darkness. Yeah. And tackles her. Because I get, I'm assuming they're, like, kind of in front of the window of this cafe. So I want it to be as, like, lightning quick as I can. I'll use the fucking death punch. I'll use whatever. Now, here's wanna, what like, happens. Here's what happens, Miles. I want a rouse check from you first. Great. How's that work again? Full view of a bay window. Um, you're gonna roll. You're gonna roll just a single die and see how it, how that goes for you. Like uh, to see if it if it goes uh, six or above, my friend. Uh, that was a really good plan, though. Okay, it says success. Miles, um, the second you do that rouse check, you don't get more hungry. You feel like really empowered. The way that. Adelaide told you all night that you are in control of everyone, that the mortal herd are your pawns. So I'm going to give you an option. You can do what you were saying you were about to do and just leap at her and push her out of the way of the cafe. That's fine. You can do that. Or you can try something else because you just, as you're like rushing toward her, like you're running across the street, like you feel the beast inside, you feel your body and you feel empowered to do almost anything. Things that a normal person would say that won't work. Right now, Miles knows he can do those things. Okay, I run up, and then I sort of have this realization. Then I go, "What I think my friends here are trying to say is, I lost my wallet in that alleyway, and we'd really like you to come help us find it." Um. Okay. <laughs> Roll manipulation. Plus your presence. Manipulation. Where's presence? Uh, that's your new power that you have two dots in. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Do I put a... Uh, if I have a hunger, I put it in, right? You do. Success. <laughs> the, By two. The, the girl goes, oh my God, they stole your wallet too? I'm so sorry. And she like comes up to you and puts her hand on her shoulder. And she's like, we've got to work together to make sure that this community is a good place to live. Let me help you. And she, we've got to find his wallet. And she goes around the corner and (laughs) I'm like, I don't know how it works, but it seems to have worked. Guys, Um, you're salivating. uh Uh-huh. She's back. We there. follow him. You hear her scratching around back there, kicking at cans. What do I, you um, do? I, I step. I step back and sort of like. Mm? I walk in. Her dog Just, is there and now, and she's like, "Oh, Watson, what's happening? We've got to help the man find his wallet." Peter, damn it! <laughs> I walk up right behind her, and I, I just kind of, I, I just go. <laughs> <laughs> she turns. Okay. I go for her wrist. I think you have to. Yeah. Okay, guys. Here's the thing. Your first kill. Well, is it gonna be a kill? Do you want to feed into your full? Or do you want to pull away before you are completely sated? I think I want to try to do the pull away. I want to try to do the pull away. Willpower rolls from both of you. But that did not work out too hot last time. 
And I roll, and I'm roll, rolling the total number of pips by willpower. That's right. Great. I succeed. Ah. Uh, success. For, success. And that's yeah, two successes of four. Okay, I'm gonna roll. This is what happened. By the way, that's amazing. Curtis suddenly goes, <laughs> uh, you can both take one hunger off of your hunger rating. Just one? Fuck. Just oh, one. Should have gobbled it up, little <laughs> kitties. And the woman is like, what? And she looks right at Miles and she goes, I'm sorry, daddy. And then she falls down onto the ground unconscious. She's been so drained that she lost consciousness. Can I quickly, before she she falls down, I produce my wallet and go, you found it, baby. Thank you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that's where we'll end for tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. Keep up with our schedule and find out about all the cool things we have planned by following us on Twitter and Instagram at underscore stream of blood underscore. We're on Reddit at r forward slash stream of blood and join the stream of blood Facebook group. This podcast is produced by Andrew Struther, Brian Baldinger, and Clinton Trucks. I've been your storyteller, Jared Logan. Today's Pittsburgh fact, Pittsburgh is home to the steepest street in the United States, Canton Avenue, which gets as steep as 37 degrees.